Welcome to Meet the Actor at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome our guest moderator, Ali Plum. Hello everyone, thank you all coming down. I think it's safe to say I've never hosted a Q&A with quite so many female people in it. And all I'm gonna say is I'm flattered, so thanks. Anyway, we're gonna kick things off with this If I Stay Q&A with Jamie Blackley with a trailer for, believe it or not, If I Stay. I'm so crazy in love with you. Why me? Because I like to watch you play. You go to another place. You get this crease in your forehead right there. Honey, you might just be staring down the barrel of greatness. So try to stay open to it. Don't go closing any doors on yourself. So how come you've never written a song for me? I'm no good at writing about things that make me happy. If we weren't musicians, we could just go to college together. It's very inconvenient to fall in love at your age, especially if it's the real thing. Promise me, no matter where you are, no matter where I am, we we'll spend next few years together. Isn't it amazing how life is one thing and then in an instant it becomes something else? Like here I am, Mia, the girl who thinks about the cello and Adam and Juilliard. And just like that. That could never exist again. This is... One female's critical on route to Portland now. Someone just talk to me, please, just help me! Say something, I'm giving up on you. Poor kid's waking up an orphan. If she wakes up, here's the secret, baby. If you live, if you die, it's all up to you. I'll be the one if How can you I stay without mom to? and dad? How can I leave without Adam? How am I supposed to decide this? It's <laughs> real Life is this big, fat, gigantic mess. That's the beauty of it, too, you know? Please, I just want to feel you touch me. I'm not dumb enough to think that I can fix what happened. You can't. That I would do anything. I can't lose you. With everybody gone, it might be too hard for you to keep fighting. But I want you to live. You owe me a song. You're my own Mia. Say something. So, without any further ado, if there's not going to be a round of applause, I will introduce Jamie Blackley to the stage, please. Here he comes. Come on, louder. It's a bit better. I'll accept that. Hello, sir. Hi. Yeah, they're doing call and response. It's a good sign. So... That was a trailer for the film If I Stay, and I read in an interview somewhere that you were in a period, and I'm going to quote you now, mm -hmm. where you were th in a couldn't get a job patch. Couldn't get a job for the life of me, no. Couldn't? No. Not even at KFC? Not even at KFC. Shoot. No, I know. So when you got this email from your agent, was it a huge smile on your face, or you were like, oh, well, it's going to be... I ignored the email. I ignored the... the I got sent the script, and I ignored the email, because I thought, oh, there's no point, because I'm not going to get it anyway. So I just ignored it, and then um, and then I got another email like a week later asking where the tape was, and I was like, I haven't done it. <laughs> so eventually I went back in, and, and then I tested with Chloe like the week after, so. Wow, that's pretty quick. Good job I didn't ignore it. 
Yeah, fully. Very, very much so. And you've got to be a bit of a triple threat in this. You've got to be, and I, I'm quoting the book here, very handsome. Wow. Yeah. And you've got to sing and you've got to play guitar. And dance to a very good standard. Was that part of the list? No. <laughs> Imagine. A very good standard. Can't be <laughs> mediocre here. So when you're in the, with the audition, were you out with your guitar at that point? Were you um, showing, showing them your stuff? Well, I, I'd played the guitar from uh, around the age of like 12. So it was kind of a handy little tool to have. Yeah, and I had to play them like a couple of songs. And the first song went so terribly, like really bad. But the, the amp wasn't plugged in. Sure. So sure. they had no idea, which was good. <laughs> Accidentally on purpose. Accidentally on purpose. You kicked your foot through it. Uh, what, what were the songs you were singing? I'm curious. I played uh, Money, That's What I Want, which was the terrible, which went terribly. And then I played uh, One one Day Like This by Elbow. Nice. You're a big Elbow fan. I love Elbow. Oh, awesome. Uh, and this is where we bring out a guitar. No, that's not Can true. Can you imagine? That's not true. Oh, God, I'd run away. <laughs> Just straight out of that door. Um, so, yeah, you, you do have to really do the rock star thing as well. Leather jacket, a, a variety of very cool T-shirts. Right. Any of your own that you brought along? No, no, it was complete. All of it was costume. None of it was mine. I don't believe you for a second. You should have slipped an elbow one. I should have slipped an elbow one. <laughs> Foolish error. Now I want to go straight to a clip now because there's something I want to mention on the topic of costume and clothing, with the first clip. And I think you know what I'm about to do here now. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so, do you like me like this? Last, you finally figured it out. <laughs> no, come on. I mean, do you like me how I am tonight? You know what I liked? I liked how we knew the show you were. How you actually wanted to dance and hang <laughs> out with us riffraff afterwards. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, but do you like me better? You know, like this. Better than what? Better than the normal Mia. You know, with the hair and the makeup and the clothing. Don't you get it? The you you are now is the same you I was in love with yesterday, the same you I'll be in love with tomorrow. That was, believe it or not, Beethoven. Yeah. You, I mean, it's blinking, you just couldn't tell the difference. And I, I, by Beethoven, I mean this gentleman rather than Chloe. Although you can probably <laughs> see there's a certain Debbie Harishness to her there. Mm -hmm. Now, we were just discussing off mic there the original plans for that costume weren't just as, as gorgeous as they were there. The velvet was very nice. Yeah. Ooh, sultry. <laughs> but also a wig. There was going to be a wig. That, well, uh, well, we actually shot a scene with the wig. You actually... So there's footage. Uh, like, there's footage. Some, I'm sure there's a photo somewhere as well of me, of me in the wig. And it was horrific. This is Blu-ray extra stuff. It was, hum it was the biggest thing you'd ever seen in your life. It was horrible. And, the, and I had a conducting baton as well in, in the scene that I would just like... Were you <laughs> acting out each word with the baton? I, yes, I was, yeah. Completely. Brilliant. <laughs> I cannot wait to see a picture of that. If there's any way that could be shown to me reasonably soon, I'd be very pleased. But no, that, that whole outfit's pretty cool. And I was wondering, as well as the T-shirts I alluded to earlier, did you get to keep any of that kit? None of it. Not Dang. a single thing. I don't think I kept anything from set at all. You fool. I know. So stupid of me. You get kept the wig. Did would have worn it today. I would have worn it today if I kept it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but no, you get introduced in the film in this classic high school locker room scene. Walking down the corridor. Walking down the corridor. Cool <laughs> as hell. Did you try to perfect your cool walk? I was trying so hard not to laugh the entire way down. 
because they kept having to tell people to like turn as I was walking out, and I, I found it hilarious. I could I, I had to just stop myself from laughing. No, we're gonna do it again, but act more impressed, everyone, <laughs> especially you. Come on, this is this is a cool guy. He's wearing a leather jacket. Come on. No, I you you do this little you do this cool walk, which I love. But you also, as we saw in the trailer earlier, you do a run for love. That's a really key right. thing in an actor's repertoire, mm-hmm. the run for love. A run for love, yeah. Did you practice that in a corridor? The key is not to practice because you just got to let it all, let it all go there. You just got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a, it was I a, think I look really like weird running. You reckon? Yeah, really weird. I, like rigid. Like a Lego man. <laughs> yeah, like a Lego man. That's, that's what they ask for, you know, at, at Juilliard. They ask <laughs> you to do, do a Lego man. Yeah, that's brilliant. That'll come up a lot. Now, you play, and this always pleases me, you play a teenager, but you're in your 20s. Yes, yeah. Thank you for that. Shaving seven times a day. Seven? Seven. That is more than Jason Van Der Beek. That is more than Jason Van Der Beek. On Dawson's Creek. Does anyone here remember Dawson's Creek? Probably none of I you. I do. That one girl there. Um, <laughs> one, that's good. Seven's impressive. Yeah. Got through a few uh, It's a bit of an exaggeration. Yeah, it was actually 17. It, yeah. Um, you, you, you know, you're in your 20s, but what's annoying here is that Chloe was probably 16 at the time of shooting this, maybe 17. Uh, I think she might have been 16, maybe. Did it ever at any point occur to you that she's this prodigiously talented, incredibly young, beautiful young actress, and you just think, enough. Can, you, can there be a flaw? Did, can there be a flaw? Did she, she cough? Someone told me the other day that she's done 30 films, and she's like 17. That is officially showing off. <laughs> there, is, there is absolutely no need for that, and I, and I don't approve. I pointed out earlier that you have you, you actually tweeted about this event earlier mm-hmm. on the Twitter. And I was wondering, just with that in mind, do you have a name for your fans? Because nope. Tom Hiddleston has Hiddlestoners and, and Benedict, I think his name is Cumberbatch, is yeah. Cumberbabes. Would you like to suggest one or was that me just tempting fate? I think that's you just tempting fate. I've got the most horrible imagination in the world. <laughs> Blackleyites. I want you guys to think of it. When we get to the Q&A portion, which will come up shortly, maybe suggest one, or maybe don't, in case you get embarrassed easily. <laughs> now, did you tell Chloe that you hadn't watched the Kick-Ass films? That, that I hadn't? Yeah. I have watched them. Several times. Several, t- several times. I was worried she was going to kick my ass yeah. at some point. Well, I'm actually going to queue up the next scene because I'm a king of segues. Because there's, <laughs> there's a scene here that we're about to see in the clip which reminded me halfway through, I reckon she's going to whip out a blade. Yeah. This could well happen. So if we can just queue it up, and I hopefully you'll see what I mean. What's all this? We got booked last minute to do a string of shows in Seattle. We got to leave tonight, so. For how long? I don't know, like a week, ten days. It's hard to say. Yeah, but we had plans. Remember from my birthday dinner? All right, sorry. Well, it's fine. I just wish you would have told me. Well, like you told me about Juilliard. I'm not going there, Adam. It's just—it's an audition. Am I crazy, or did you say that us getting a place together would be perfect? Huh? That's... No. You know what? It's fine. Whatever. No, no, you cannot leave me like that. Why didn't you tell me? Maybe because I am terrified of losing you. You know, you do your thing, I'm gonna do mine. Fine, but for the record, you're the one who's getting in the van. Yeah, whatever. So you could have seen where the blades came out, right? 
It yeah. was just when you got to the bin. If you yeah, if you blinked, you might have missed it. But she definitely got them out. She definitely just for a millisecond. And I want to I want to bring up something there. And this is just a flat out compliment. Your American accent is incredible. Oh, thank you it so re- much. It really thank is you. very very good. And you're you're from the Isle of Man, which is I not. Am. Is that is that you know, lots of American sounding people there? No, not one. Probably not one. So how did you how do you focus your mind? Well, do you have trigger words to get into the uh, accent? I mean, I don't know. It's just something that I just picked up through practice really and it's an accent that you hear all the time so I just kind of did that uh, honestly I'm not going to ask for a round of applause but it is impressive oh, um, thank you Oh, and you've also got and I'm asking about this because I'm a big Woody Allen fan but mm-hmm. I see on the internet on the interweb that you might be in one of his films and he's tried to make this film so many different times um, it's called Untitled Woody Allen Project <laughs> and I've seen it at least eight times now do you think you'll finally make it with you I mean, I hope so. We finished it now. We're, we're all done. So um, I'm not sure when it's going to be out or whatever, but it was really fun. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Do you do an American accent? And also, how much can you tell us about it? I can tell you nothing about it, but I do do an American accent. That is a scoop, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Did you all hear that? In a Woody Allen movie, he's doing an American accent. <laughs> now, <laughs> I also want to ask you, because it always delights me when I discover that at some point in a British actor's life, They've appeared on Casualty. Yes. Because everyone has a cracking good, and this I hope you can follow on from this, mm-hmm. Casualty story. I asked Imogen Poots once for hers, and it is incredible. Whenever you see her ask, could you tell me your Casualty story? So my Casualty story, let me remember. My Casualty story was that I was, I was a drug dealer in Casualty. I know, I know, right? It's is crazy. This, is this because you have to shave seven yeah, times a day? definitely. Yeah. So... Uh, and we go to this house party <laughs> and everyone uh, gets really happy and this the, the, the girl my girlfriend in the episode of Casualty has to jump from like the landing on the stairs like two floors up or something and she jumps and she basically like dislocates her knee <laughs> and that's about as far as the story goes that's the and it's my fault incident. because I gave her something because you gave her the happy yeah I gave her the happy she dislocated her knee yeah I really hoped it'd be something a bit more brutal than that. <laughs> no, it's rubbish. That's all you got. But that's, I mean, that's genuinely is a right of passage. You've also done Doctors, but you haven't done The Bill. Guess I haven't done The Bill. Damn. I haven't. I think I auditioned for The Bill a couple of times, but didn't get anywhere with that. That was in the period we alluded to earlier. Yeah. 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 Sorry that, about that, man. Sorry, mate. Yeah, it's well, fine. there you go. Now, you, obviously, you play this rock star. I want you to tell me, again, the name of the band, because I couldn't quite get it into my head. Willamette Stone. What is the story behind Willamette Stone? So Willamette Stone, it, the, the story is set in Portland and apparently Willamette is a place around Portland, ah. I think. Because in the I book, could be they're called Shooting wrong. Star. That's true. Which isn't quite as rock and roll. It's not quite as rock <laughs> and roll. It's a bit... And, and it doesn't stick in the minds, but then again, I have no idea what Willamette is and it didn't stick in my mind. No, so. but you, you completely forgot. I, t- I just totally forgot. <laughs> Did you watch any other like on-screen rockers to kind of get yourself into it? Or were you just channeling your real-life rock um, heroes? I was just having so much fun. I was just having the most fun. And that's what you, you see, really, is just me just having a blast, basically. And who wrote the songs? Because we don't have any footage of it, but trust me, when you see the film... The songs are actually pretty damn catchy. They are pretty catchy. Well, what are the origins of those? There's basically a whole bunch of different bands that, that uh, submitted songs basically to the, the producers and they just picked out the ones that they thought were you know, the most appropriate. 
I, I, they all fit together really well, and, and when you're doing it dressed as Beethoven, it really I mean, it's adds. It's quite something. No, without the wig, the wig would have been. Yeah, I was better. just I was thinking earlier that would be amazing to you know headbang to. Yeah, that is. And also tell me when you were on set for that day that we saw in the first clip. Tell me there were like photographs of you two together posing, like. What, as, as our... As those two. I don't know if there... There might be somewhere. You want to delete all evidence aside from the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too embarrassed. <laughs> now, we're going to get to your questions very, very soon. I hope you've got them ready. She does. I've decided. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love doing that. But I also want to ask about a guy I love interviewing called Will Poulter. Yes. Now, you have worked with him, or are you working with him in a film called Kids in Love? Yeah, we, fi we finished that um, a while ago now, like last summer, I think. Would you say he's the most distracting human being in existence? Distracting? Yeah. In what sense? He is... I cannot keep one train of thought going with him, because he'll bring up something else. Oh, yeah, he can, he can talk and talk and talk. He can that's what's great about him. You, he, there's never a dull moment with Will. I also thought with this film, because this is not a rom-com, and this is, I think you'd call it a young adult story. Yeah. But it's not in that way that so many people presume. Like, it's a traditional young adult story. Mm -hmm. It's very human. It's very grounded. There's a few monsters. There are a few, yes. Only a couple. Jeez, man, spoilers. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's a second act twist where it turns out he's a werewolf. <laughs> really. It's because of the shaving thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's also got a sequel. The novel yeah. has a sequel. Yeah, it and does. And it's from your perspective. I haven't read it. No. Whoops. Shoot. No, I haven't. But my mum has, and she <laughs> likes it. Does she pre-read all your scripts for you as well? Well, she just has no idea what the hell's going on, and <laughs> she just tries to keep up <laughs> the best way she can. And did you read the book several times before you got started with this one? I read it once. I read it one time. And then if, it, if we were getting to a, s a scene that I was a bit confused about, then I'd kind of flick back to it and see what was going on. And also, it just looks cool to have a book in your pocket. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a beat-up. Yeah. I'd like pour coffee over it. Yeah, dog-eared. <laughs> you sat on it a few times. God, it's all the same tricks. <laughs> now, I am going to let somebody else ask a question to this lovely gentleman. Who would like to put their hand up and then make one in that order? This lady here in the black and white top here. That's you. That's you. <laughs> I've, I've pointed so we know. Hi. Hi. Okay, I've never done this before. Uh, my name's Lily. Here, my best friend. Um, <laughs> what was the scariest part of your audition? I don't think there was a part that wasn't scary. I get so scared and so nervous. So it was just about kind of making sure that I relaxed as much as possible instead of making a fool of myself. So the, whole, the entire thing was scary, the whole thing. Did you have a getting to know you Chloe friend date session? I think they wanted to do that, but we never did it for some reason. I can't remember why. We just never did it. And then and we just jumped into work, basically. We kind of just got to know each other as we went along, which is fine. You have suddenly have to be intensely in love. Yeah. 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 Just one of them. It's what I do. It's yeah. easy. It's fine. Um, yeah. Just what, what is she like off, off camera? Is she, um, is she, you know, going out for drinks afterwards or is it pretty much work? No. Yeah. She's very much home because uh, and she was in every single day as well and so so she's kind of up early finishing later nights but we but we just made sure we just kept it as fun as possible when we were working so that maybe it will fool people into thinking that we were <laughs> in a relationship i guess yeah that is acting that yeah fooling you heard it here it's all pretending for money uh who would like this lady here has also had a hand up and it's right in the middle which is going to make it the hardest <laughs> position to put a mic towards there we go. 
Hi. Hi. Um, what did you think of the script when you first saw it? I thought the first thing that I thought they were it was so cool that people young people were responding to it in such a cool way because it isn't kind of your 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 everyday young adult novel in terms of the book. So I just thought it was really cool that young people were taking to it in such a in such a big way. There were a really big group of fans for this for this book. I mean it is a bestseller. Mm-hmm. Was there a certain amount of pressure when you discover, and when you finally respond to the email and send <laughs> off your tape, was there a certain pressure where you went, now I've really got to deliver because not only are there film fans out there that are going to be very keen to see this, but book fans? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I'm still petrified to this day <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, but I think, because I think everyone has such a vivid idea of what they think that these characters are like, but th- but each idea is going to differ from the others so all that I could do really was kind of read the script and read the book and then work out what my interpretation would be and hope for the best. And this is based in Portland as well. Mm -hmm. Was it partly shot in Portland and I think partly in Vancouver is that right? We were all in Vancouver Ah, the entire time yeah. Which is why it looks so gorgeously beautiful with the forest and such like. Yeah. All of that. What's it like out there? Had you been there before? It's so cool no it's my first time there and it was cool because you could be like in the middle of the city and then you could drive for like 20 minutes and be up in a mountain somewhere. It was really great. Dressed as Beethoven. Dressed, dressed as Beethoven. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to find out what people do on their days off on set. <laughs> Just going for a walk in the woods. It's good dressed fun. as Beethoven. Also, this is a bit of a left field thing, but you saw in that trailer, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy who plays Gramps. Stacy Keach. Thank you. He has a voice like... I don't know what, like several Santa Clauses at the bottom of a well. <laughs> yes. What, when you talk to him as a human, mm-hmm. did you ever go, can you repeat that? Not because I haven't heard it, because I just loved hearing it. The trick is just not to, s- not to really say much, and then he feels like he's got... A f- he sent me a Christmas card, and I was so pleased. He sent me a Christmas card of him and his entire family. I thought, he's a good guy. Was it, was it one of those Christmas cards that you open it and it speaks? I wish it was. And just oh. him saying... Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Honestly, it's incredible. Yeah, it's I wish he's got a good voice. I wish I could bottle it, though that makes no sense with sound. <laughs> uh, can I have another question, please? <gasps> the furthest left I've ever accepted a question from. Let's Hi. do it. Um, how and when did you decide you wanted to become an actor? I... I don't know when... I can't actually remember the moment where I decided. I know that... Well, from a young age, I really, really enjoyed doing it as like a hobby. Like I would, I would play football, and then I would, on the weekend, I would, would go and act and sing and do other stuff. And then, as I got older, it, it kind of just, it just slowly came to me because I don't think I realised that you could do it for work. And then, and then, and then, I went to college for a little bit, and I was like, don't want to go to college anymore. And I just gave, and I just gave it a go. I just gave it a go. I went to a high school though, uh, called Sylvia Young's for five years, which is like a like a theatre school. And then, um, yeah, I guess along the way there, somehow I thought I want to do it. But I, I never thought that it would be possible. It just kind of, you know, bit by bit happened. I don't want to speak on behalf of Jamie here, but I know the real reason why you want to become an actor. Oh, no. It's because you saw Midsummer Murders. Yeah. And you thought... I want to be on that show. I want to be on that show. I want to be on that show. I haven't seen your episode, but do you get killed? Please say yes. Do I get killed? No, I think I'm a suspect. I can't remember the story, but I think I'm a suspect. Are you always someone a bit shady? Um, sometimes. <laughs> Usually, if it's Midsummer Murders, Casualty, or Doctors, yeah. 
then yes. I'm Mr. Shady. I, I, again. I had a friend that did doctors twice. Apparently, you, there's like a time period where you can do doctors, and then if it's enough time, then you can do it again, but as someone different. That is a hallowed group of people. <laughs> that's like a British Actors Hall of Fame. If you double dip on doctors, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's like the neighbours twice in Australia. That's such good news. Uh, can we have another question? This lady here with the green top. Um, what was your favourite film? What was your favourite scene to film with Chloe? With Chloe, what was the favourite scene to film with Chloe? My favourite scenes in general are the concert scenes because they were just ridiculous fun to do. They were so much fun. My favourite scene to do with Chloe was probably that argument scene because that was just fun to shout. It's good to shout. Let it out. <laughs> it's another key part of acting. Shouting lessons. I also wondered whether a good scene was you at one point are seen with your character is seen with a longboard. A longboard, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you a short longboard, which is confusing? Do you actually skate? Well, they, when I got the job, they said to me one of the first things they said to me is you need to learn to skate because I think that was like a big deal. They wanted they wanted Adam to like skate, and uh, and then they just seemed to forget about it, and I never said anything about it. Like I did a bit of practice, and I'm not very good at it. But they just never mentioned it, so I never mentioned it because I just didn't want to do it. And then one, that one day when we, they were like, we're going to film some montage stuff. They're like, where's the longboard? And I was like, what? Now, if you could do a triple kickflip, <laughs> um, that would be great. Uh, you didn't quite land that one. You've broken <laughs> your ankle. Can we do that again? I actually did that once. I broke my wrist on a bike because they asked me th to learn a wheelie. They seem to always ask me to learn something. So uh, they asked me to learn this wheelie. And again, they didn't mention it, so I didn't mention it. And then I was riding the bike one day, and our director just shouted out the window. He was like, do the wheelie. And I went, oh, no. But I just pretended I was really confident. I did it once, and it, it it was like really short off the ground. And then I was like, right, here we go, Jamie, go for it. And I went, and I lifted it up. And he said it was like a spider trying to ride a bike. And I just fell, and I broke my wrist. I know. You suffer for your art, a hundred percent. And did did was it a good take at least? No, it, well, it was unusable completely. You'd broken a bone. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you tell me what that was for? It was for you want me to kill him. Oh, of course, right. That yeah. makes sense. BMX. BMX, even harder. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, can you please, someone else, ask a question? This lady in this lovely trench coat. If the second movie gets made, it would essentially be your film. Mm -hmm. um, is that more exciting or more nerve-wracking for you to carry a film? I don't know. I try not, not to think about it, really, until... Someone mentioned it. Uh, the people keep asking about, uh, about the thing because, obviously, people love the book, but... Um, I think we're just hoping as many people as possible go and see this one, and then it, you know I'm sure there'll be a conversation about it. But yeah, I mean I'd be excited. For those not on the know, it's called Where She Went. So there you go. You now know that fact. <laughs> Excellent. How about another question? This lady standing up at the back. Hi. Hi. Um, if you could choose to star in any film, which would it be, and which character would you play? Oh my word! From, from the whole history of cinema. From the yeah, whole. Yeah, that question a bit open. So. History of cinema. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. It one. would be to play Sam, uh, Ian Curtis, that Sam Riley did in Control. That would be amazing. Speaking of spectacular voices, wow! I would love to see those two in a talk off. That would be <laughs> talk off. You Let, made that up. Let's call it a conversation. <laughs> it's a new word I just made up. Exactly. Yeah, that's a. I mean, what's so good about that is that that's someone who's still around 
possibly you could say a contemporary of yours and you said yeah I would like to have done that <laughs> I would have loved to I, I love it. Ian Curtis I've got a tattoo of Ian Curtis really yeah and he's gonna show it for you right no now no way and this is for control obviously yeah amazing and you're you're a big fan of yeah and I thought he was amazing Sam Riley was unbelievable um, that's going on to other rockers I was wondering you know you know there's there's one key one but who, what else do you like in the history of um, rock rock movies in rock movies Cool, blimey. I don't know. Forgetting Sarah Marshall with Russell Brand. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah... <laughs> you, you read my mind. Yeah, I did, not I? Yeah, wow. Didn't I? You're good at that. Isn't it? It's pretty incredible. I can't <laughs> believe I said a talk-off. Incredible. <laughs> we'll have another question. Arguably, I would like to challenge anybody to ask a question more open-ended than that one. Because <laughs> I would love to, love to hear it. This lady with a scarf. Hi. Hi. Um, what's the best bit about being an actor? It's um you can say this moment right now. This moment right now. Um I think it's I what well, I get to do what I what is essentially a hobby for me and and that I really really love to do and you know earn a living from it and then getting to meet all you guys as well is really cool. I've only started doing that recently and that's really really fun. Um and getting to see places go to different places that I've never been before. It's, it's pretty wicked, yeah. Any job that allows you to walk around a wood as Beethoven. As Beethoven, yeah. It's a good job. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that you're on Twitter. Yes. How's that going for you? I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I'm pretty, all I talk about is football. Do you, do you think Twitter's a game and you can be bad at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely. You reckon? I'm bad at it. Does Twitter send you minus points? Saying that was, that was yeah, a terrible tweet. Yeah, that was tweet. terrible, yeah. Do you wanna, do and you then it burns. It, I can feel it burning a hole in my pocket. Going, oh. Do you want to do that one again? Yeah. Do you yeah. want to give that another go? <laughs> no. You were talking about the weather. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Interesting. We're going to delete that for you. <laughs> um, no, but I'm wondering, like, talking about fan interaction, is that, is that what you use it for? Or is it just, you know, talking about the football scores, like you say? I mean, essentially, I just used it to talk about football. I just used it to talk about football. And then um, I I was then asked if I would join Instagram, and I joined Instagram and put up four pictures of my dog. And then uh, since I've never taken another photo on there. You think you're bad at the internet. Everything you've said sounds like you're great at the internet. Really? Four dogs on Instagram. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's all they ever want. The internet's full of it. Uh, I was wondering, you know, speaking of football and creature comforts, you're shooting in Vancouver. Yeah. What bits of Britishness did you bring along with you to keep yourself going? Was there a big Marmite stash? I, br I love Marmite. I really, really like Marmite, but I didn't bring any of that. I brought a lot of refreshers. <laughs> refreshers, the, you know, the little sugary sweets. Are we talking like the bars or are we talking like the little... Like the little, the, the little like square, yeah, square yeah. numbers. Yeah, really great. Brought a lot of them. I think that's about the only amount of Britishness that I brought and my Crystal Palace shirt. About <laughs> it. And myself. I now think I know why you didn't need a chemistry like getting to know you session with Chloe. It's because you rocked up wearing a Crystal Palace shirt <laughs> with, a, with a big handful of refreshes and just went. Just going, oh, yeah. So shall we be in love? <laughs> All right, we're done here. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that you're a Marmite fan. It's key. I really, really love Marmite. Absolutely. I don't understand how you can't. Uh, apparently some people don't, but it's lies. Uh, <laughs> any other questions? 
this lady in the grey top over here. Hi, how are you uh, doing? I'm good, you? Yeah, good. <laughs> okay, uh, right, so I was wondering, what was your favourite line in the movie and can you say it the way you act, like the character does it? <laughs> oh my word. I don't know if I could do that, but I could tell you my favourite, my favourite line of the movie is nothing that I say because I always look at it, when, whenever I watch it, I kind of look th through my fingers because I'm just like mortally embarrassed by myself. But um, I like... I like uh, when her dad says, uh, sometimes in life you make choices, then some cho sometimes choices make you. Because I think that's kind of like a, you know, that's a true thing. It's a very bit of, bit of wisdom for you there. The, uh, tell me about the actor who plays the dad. He struck me as a very cool guy. He's really cool. He's this awesome big Joshua beard. Joshua Leonard. Big rocker beard. And he's got tattoos of, of like deer on his arm. I know, it's bizarre. He was, but, made, he was made he for Vancouver. Cool. Yeah, he was made for Vancouver. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, another question from this side of the room, I've decided. This gentleman here, which is the first time I've said that so far, this Q&A. <laughs> Hi, um, uh, who is your inspiration as an actor? I love um, Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's kind of amazing. And on the last one, I got to, I got to work with him, which was kind of unbelievable, yeah. So, him probably. Did you do that nerdy, a little bit embarrassing thing of just ask questions and then when it got uncomfortable, just sit there? I saved that for one car journey home once. We were in a car journey home and asked him so many questions. But he was like really, he was really excited and wanted to talk about it all. So I was like, brilliant. So there was no awkward. When you, when you meet an idol like that, where do you begin with your questions? What's it like being you? I mean, you, I, I let him lead it. Let him lead and then just chip in like you're not really bothered, but really you're like so excited. Who who else would be on the on the list of would be awesome to work with? You've already ticked off Woody Allen. I mean, I I rarely ever watch anything and don't go to, and don't like fall in love with something about it. So I've kind of everyone. You're watching like box sets and going, oh. I would love to have been in control, but I could also have done Aaron Paul's part in, <laughs> in Breaking Bad, I reckon. I reckon I could have snuck that one as well. Uh, who wants to ask another question? This lady here. Cry when you first watched the film, or were you trying to be a man? And I, di I, I didn't, know Because, like I said earlier, the whole time I'm just sunk into my chair like this, just going, oh my God, watching myself. But I think I nearly did with, with Gramps' scene, where his little voice breaks, yeah. That got me. Yeah. Nearly went. They know exactly what they're doing as well. Yeah. Oh, then they hold hands. Oh, it's too much. It's too, too much. much. It's like Bob Dylan all over again. <laughs> um, so I'm being photographed. Um, let's, let's talk more about what you've got coming up after this. You've mm -hmm. alluded to a couple of things. What, yeah. what else is on the plate? Don't know yet. T trying to work all that out. We, we, we finished the Woody film, so that'll be out sometime next year, I assume. And then, and then, yeah, just trying to work all that out. Still, the Woody film. It's changed Whoever will employ now. me. Whoever. <laughs> Anyone, well, When please. I send the script, it'll be me. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so good about it. Um, I'm going to call it Where She Went. Uh, <laughs> who, who wants to ask another question? This lady here. Uh, when you're filming, how do you maintain your like British accent, your American accent? Um, I don't know. I just kind of d like I, I won't like be in between takes pretending to be an American. I'll just like you can do that. You can hop on and off. Yeah, I d tend to do that. So I kind of think everyone would be a bit freaked out if I was just walking around pretending to be American. They go, hold on a minute, chill out. 
you're desperately asking for Marmite with an American <laughs> accent. It's like, it's, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is like that. Yeah. He always stays in character. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Even in rom-coms. Even in rom-coms. Even in rom-coms. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have another question, though. I did like that one. <laughs> the Man in the Grey. Uh, hello. Uh, Hi. How do you deal with rejection and keep going as an actor? You allow yourself... Allow yourself a day, usually. We allow ourselves a day, and then we go, right, tomorrow we'll just... You know, you're allowed to be disappointed, and and it will keep on happening, but as long as you know that you can... That tomorrow you'll just crack on, like, you know, tomorrow's a new day, you can just crack on and do it again, and if it happens again, then give yourself another day to get over it, and then and then again, go again the next day. I really like that day rule. Yeah. Give yourself a good solid day yeah. moping. Because everyone says, oh, you, you know, oh, just get over it. When really, no, you should just just wallow in it for a little bit and then... 24 hours of minstrels and crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You move on. Yeah. What it, What is your trick for a good mope? For a good mope? Aside from singing sad songs to yourself in your <laughs> bedroom. I'm probably just, re- like, just really untalkative. Just don't talk. <laughs> Stick the TV on. Stick the football on and just wallow. Domino's pizza. I was going to say, how's being a Crystal Palace fan going right now? Not very well. Not very good. Not very well. But Help, we helping with the moping. Yeah. Anyone want to be manager of Crystal Palace? We're looking for someone. We have a hand up here. There we go. Good. We'll deal with that later. You can yes. write up the contract. It's as easy as that. <laughs> uh, okay. Another question. Okay. Another difficult seat arrangement here in between the two cameras. Pass the parcel, except no one can unwrap a microphone. <laughs> um, did you find it easy to relate to Adam in the film? Um, I don't know. He's a lot cooler than I am, <laughs> for a start. And he says a lot of, you know, very romantic things, which I don't. Ridiculously like, like, romantic. Ri- like, you couldn't even write it. Someone did, though. I was thinking, watching it, girls will watch this film and expect men to talk that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Thanks, Sorry. thanks a big heap. Um, but, yeah, he... he uh, I guess he's he's kind of ambitious, which is something, but he's too... He's very cool. If you were to start your own band right now, what would you call it? Someone asked me this question earlier, and I just have some terrible, terrible... Shooting star. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, well, um, I don't know. So th- it would be the something, you know. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. You're going to be a the band? A the band. The Spatulas. Nice. The Blakeleys. I like that. Yeah. Um, the Spatulas? Yeah, let's make it happen. All right, we've got a few <laughs> things to do afterwards. I've got to write a script. You've got to take over Crystal Palace. <laughs> and we've got to start a band called The Spatulas. Uh, okay, question. <gasps> Lady in a colour which I'm going to call green. Hi. Hi. If you could be in a band with any three people, what three people would it be? It would be Ian Curtis. They're all going to be singers, I was just, are you, This is going to be an a cappella group. Yeah, though, this is going to be like a barbershop think group. Of the, think of the harmonies. <laughs> Carry on. It would be Ian Curtis, John Lennon, and and uh, and Bob Dylan. And then I'd be in the back somewhere. <laughs> well, it's so good. <laughs> You'll be on tambourine. <laughs> just... <laughs> trying not to cry too loudly <laughs> into the microphone. I also like how you picked somebody who is no longer alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what... Two people that are no longer oh, alive. Oh, that's true. Two. Great fun. Yeah, we'll work that out. You'll work it out. Again, that's another job for you. Cheers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great question. 
I was wondering, um, I was wondering, not to do Desert Island Discs here, but if you could only have, say, three tracks on your iPod. It would be... On your Apple iPod. It would be Girl from the North Country. It would be Me by the 1975. I thought you had to say Me singing a song. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, and then... Uh, it'd probably be One Day Like This, Elbow. Wow. And then he delivers the romantic stuff, and then he plays this music. It's great. <laughs> uh, okay, have another question. Next to the previous question here. Hello. Hello. When you were filming, was it awkward thinking that Chloe's five years younger than you and you have to kiss her? I think it's no matter how old your opposite number is, it's completely awkward anyway, whoever it is, because you're just a stranger that you're kissing. So it's just it's just awkward, whatever it is. You've got to work out which way you're going, which way you're turning your head and that. But uh, we worked it out in the end. <laughs> is that part of the script where it goes left? <laughs> Right. I wish it was. It would make things a lot quicker and easier because we've got to work it out. Stage directions. Tilt 45 degrees left. Genuinely, how much we got so much direction on, on the kissing. Also, you were in this, um, I was about to say, like, location, location, location. But it was like a gorgeous old, like, shipyard house. Yeah. And then it looked freezing. It was cold. It was cold. And then suddenly it's like, ah, we just hit noses for the third time. <laughs> God, this is fantastic. <laughs> But no, I like how you use the phrase opposite number. Opposite number. Opposite number. My kissing opposite number today. That's a football term as well. You know that. You should know that. Yeah. Otherwise, we're ripping up the contract right now. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> I have a question from the man who's put up a finger at the back. He's going round. He's coming round. Jamie, hi. Hi. Um, you've done some TV and film work. Yeah. Uh, what's next after Woody Allen Project? Don't know yet. We're just uh, working that out. Whoever will take me, basically. Speaking, we need to find that. Speaking of TV, you mentioned earlier how sometimes when you're watching yourself, you want to kind of crawl up inside. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every single Fantastic. time. In your career, watching, you know, doing the smaller TV gigs, are there any that people contact you on Twitter with and say, I just saw you on dot, dot, dot. Has that happened yet? It. I don't know if it uh, it hasn't recently. I think I probably got one about about casualty a, a long time ago. <laughs> Trawling through YouTube. It's horrific. Watching a poor girl break her bones. <laughs> uh, how about a question from this side of the room? There are a couple of hatted ladies. It's a great hat. <laughs> Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, who was your favourite person to work with on the film? Um, who was my favourite person to work? I think the band in general were really cool because we got we just had the most fun together. And me and one of the guitarists, Ben, we struck up a little bromance, which was which was uh, really nice. And it was cool being around them because they'd never worked on a movie before, so it was all really exciting for them. And 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 well, it was exciting for everyone. But you know that kind of rubs off on you when you when you work with people like that. So probably those guys. You're um, working with Chloe, obviously. Was there a temptation to talk to her about Kick-Ass? Because I described her as this prodigious talent. She's 17. She is also, you know, capable of doing all these action films. Did mm -hmm. it make you wonder about that sort of side of your career? Would that be anything you'd ever consider? Um, Something more... Um, I mean, they, they need to do a lot of work with me to be able to pull that off. Well, yeah, if, if you could learn to skateboard, the next step... <laughs> 
the next that. day. She was saying to me though that she's got I don't I can't remember what those blades are called, the ones that she like flicks around oh, and does uh, butterfly the, knives. Yeah, butterfly knives. She said that she got some of them at home and she's genuinely got really good at like doing all the craziness with them. So your technique to charm people is refreshes and crystal palace. Yeah. She's got butterfly knives. She's got butterfly knives. So in- intimidation tactics. There, there you go. I kinda like that. Uh, any more from that side? This lady in the tartan scarf. Um, hi. Hi. Um, is there a song from um, the film that you like really found that was like the best to play and that you could connect with most? Um, I loved I loved playing the first the first concert song, which was "I Want What You Have." I loved playing that because that was just really fun. And then I love "Heart Like Yours." I like that song as well. That's really nice. My personal pick, not that you asked me, is I want one you have. That, that, oh, really? That's, yeah, that's really catchy, that one. That was fun. Look, that whole scene looked like a bag of fun. Oh, it was so that's much so fun. Amazing. Um, in like a cellar somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we have time for two more questions, which means the next two people I point at should be probably getting sweaty palms right now. You, ca- are you up for the challenge? Once you get a microphone, are you up <laughs> for the challenge? I'm sure your addiction's excellent, but... <laughs> what was your first reaction when you actually first met Chloe? I was so, like, shaking. I was so scared. So we met at the, at the um, chemistry read, and, um, th- yeah, I was just petrified, and I had to go out to America for that, and, um, and my knees were clanging together. And I was just, tr- you know, pretending to be as relaxed as possible when, again, inside I was... C- you know, pooing myself. What's your pretending to be relaxed move? <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> it's a bit like pooing yourself, I think. You w- yeah, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. Acting. <laughs> uh, one more. One more. One more. Here, again, right in the middle. Leather jacket, just like Adam. Hi. Hi. Uh, you have a lot of emotional scenes in the film. What did you do to prepare for that? Um, I, I don't know. I kind of, ju- I kind of just l- learn the words and hope for the best in a lo- in in a lot of scenarios. I also do this thing that someone taught me where I write a letter. I write a letter, and then keep it in my pocket. It's a letter about summit or summit, you know. And then you, and then I would just r- kind of read that, look over that, listen to some music maybe, but most of the time hoping for the best. You do realise you've got the best answer to that question I've ever heard, which is the honest truth. I learn the words and then I say them. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. And Jamie, thank you again. Let's use the word again for being wonderful. Oh, thank you. The quadruple threat that is Jamie Blackney. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Hero. Everyone clap by putting your hands together like this. <laughs> thank you and so a bit louder. much for coming. Loud enough that he feels comfortable leaving. Thank you again so thank much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys.